0: Oh, uh-huh. Hey there, welcome to Tell Me Your Tales, thanks for joining me for another podcast episode. This week's conversation is with Steve Gray. Steve is maybe someone you uh, may not have heard about, I don't think you can Google Steve and get a whole lot of information, but Steve is an absolute legend. He uh, is an Ironman triathlete, finishing four Ironmans, he's heavily involved in the Ironman scene um, here in Echukamuama and pretty involved all over Australia. He's got a pretty amazing story and is one of those just absolute community legends that um, we need more of in this world and in this day and age. He's somebody uh, I've had a bit to do with over the last couple of years and wasn't sure if he'd be willing to come on the podcast. Steve is um, a very modest man, doesn't like the attention and... Uh, just goes about his things really quietly, and but helps out so many people in so many ways. I love speaking to Steve. It was uh, one of the favourite interviews I think I've oh well, not interviews, one of the most favourite conversations I think I've had. And it's just so down to earth, and yeah, could talk to him all day. And he's just got some really good things to say and share. And I think you agree. And I really hope that you get something out of this conversation, even if you've never heard of Steve before. If you're one of those listeners from somewhere over over Australia or over the world, I guarantee you're still going to get something out of this conversation with Steve. So um, definitely stick around and have a bit of a listen to it. Thanks again for tuning in, guys, and enjoy this conversation with triathlete Steve Gray. Steve Gray, welcome to Tell Me Your Tales podcast. Thanks for uh, coming over in the little Airbnb at the back. It's been ages since I've recorded one back here.
1: Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. I'm
0: stoked to have you here. I want to learn heaps about you because I I don't know that much about you.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's that much to know, but uh, hopefully we'll find out some secrets and (laughs) skeletons in the closet. Can
0: you remember when we met?
1: Um... I because can't. I can't because no. don't be
0: offended if you can't. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I was thinking that the other day where like, just when I was writing some notes down, I was like, When did I meet Steve? Like
1: yeah. I don't know, it would've just might have been John O's Run or something like that, early.
0: Well we we did that team triathlon before John O's Run kicked off, didn't we?
1: Oh um yeah, the January trial. For you
0: on your bike? Yeah. Yeah. I remember competing yeah, in that, with that. You, but I can't remember
1: I reckon John O's Run, I reckon that first year they had that.
0: I reckon that was before the triathlon.
1: Could have been, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's interesting. I can't yeah. remember when
0: I met half the people, especially in a way like yeah. Faz or Sanzy. I cannot not remember the one time I was like, bang, yep. that was the first date that I met you.
1: Yeah. yeah I think you just, because um, people are always around, they're always around. It's it's not officially, mm. you know, the, the day I met you. So yeah. yeah. And it was
0: probably like a group run or some meeting or something and you're just kind of in the same meeting together but not really talking to each other. And then yep. the next run you might say good day and then the yep. next run you're running together the whole way. It's probably something like that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Tell the listeners who you are, mate. I always get the guests to introduce themselves.
1: Yeah. Um, so obviously, my name's Steve Gray. I, uh, I'm a 46-year-old tree farmer from Tarumbury, Um, Which people always say, "Oh, that's a that sounds like a really easy job. Just planting trees and watching them grow. But there's a bit in it." Uh, I'm married to Beck, who's a nurse at the hospital, um, and I've got three kids: Grace, Campbell, and Matilda. Um, and yeah i do triathlon uh ride bikes uh, i run and i swim um so yeah i like uh, doing that sort of stuff to keep active and, and the social side of it how long
0: have you been in echuca for you weren't born uh, anywhere no no
1: no um been in achuca for probably 25 years i reckon yeah 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 grew up in um basically shepparton yeah from about age eight to 21 um went traveling when i was 21 and met Becky, who was from Togamore. Did you? Uh, I met her in Cairns, so I travelled Australia and met a girl from 80 k's up the road <laughs> in, in Cairns and, uh, yeah, that was it. So we finished uh, finished travelling Australia together and settled back in Echuca. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the
0: first cycle, I think. Big oh, move, isn't it? Yeah. Like just to meet someone on your holiday and then life commitment kind of thing
1: yeah yeah that was sort of just how it worked out i didn't plan it i certainly wasn't Obviously not there. planning on settling down at, at 21 22 but uh it's how it worked and yeah i'm pretty happy it did
0: and then did you lived in shep for a while and then moved to a together
1: uh we went back to shep for a little while to mum and dad's and i worked for dad for a little while um and then a job came up over here with my uncle um gary campbell on in earth moving so guys guys yeah. dad um, and worked for him for three years on the Bobcats, and then this job came out, out at the tree farm, and yeah, I just took it with both hands and been there ever since. Been there ever since, yeah. yeah. I
0: had some interesting cats working for you at the tree farm, haven't you? Like, yeah. it was like uh, oh, Carly's brother, Carly's brother Cam Don't, he worked there.
1: Oh, I didn't? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah. and he, I
0: remember he was he was around yesterday. He was trying to get him to fix me whippersnapper while he was here. Yeah. Um And he said, like, Steve kind of takes people under his wing a bit who kind of need a bit of a second chance or yeah. come out of jail. Like, I know I've worked yeah, yeah. with a few people like that before, yeah. and you kind of just give them an opportunity when a lot of people wouldn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've got a bike out there at the moment um, who had a bit of a holiday um, on the government and... He worked for us previously and then went chasing a, a lady over to Western Australia and things didn't work out and he got a bit mixed up in the wrong stuff. Um And he came back and he was looking for a job and I said, well, mate, yeah, you've been here before and he worked so well then and he's been there ever since and hasn't really missed a beat. So that yeah, they're kind of nice stories that you, you put your faith in those people and they repay it by still being there. Mm. Um But we've had some, yeah, I actually had Mel Norwood, uh, Did you? Yeah, out out I you Years about. and years ago, yeah. Geez, yeah. yeah. 212 marathon. Oh. oh, I know. When wasn't he, he said... banging
0: out really fast times as well? And you were just like, you need to get another yeah. job. Or you don't <laughs> want to be doing this during the day.
1: That's it. Um, oh, I, I couldn't believe it. I said, not the Malnord. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, what the, like, Pardon the French. I said, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> we're 12 bucks an hour. You know, he's like, oh, it's not that much money in running. Yeah. And it probably wasn't back in those days. No.
0: Well, here was an interesting case because it was almost... Like, Monaghetti went one direction, and Mal was running pretty similar times and nearly racing him every week, and he yeah. kind of went the opposite direction because it was a like a matter of kind of minutes that, you know, one got picked on a team, the other one didn't, and yeah. all of a sudden, Mon has made a life out of running, and Mal's working at a tree farm, and he was selling shoes at Bicknell Sports in Bendigo for years, yeah. and kind of um, the hard luck story, yeah. in a way, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, those lost lost athletes, a bit like Peter Norman and those sort of blokes who yeah. just get left behind. Great stories,
0: but um, yeah, you yeah. feel for him, don't you? Cause yeah, he lived a hard life after those sacrifices and the the highs and the lows. They've definitely lived out. Yeah,
1: well, that's it. So,
0: so what makes you give those guys a go? Kind
1: uh, of farm? I don't know. It's, it's probably just a demographic that come looking for a job too. That um, you know, it's not the most highly paid job or the most skilled labour. So you get those kind of blokes through the door, and um, and to see them hang around and and make something out of themselves is really really. You know heartwarming for me yeah
0: it must be really um, rewarding just to yeah and hear that people are still talking about like you know you can hardly probably remember cam yeah that he's still banging on about it at my house yesterday
1: yeah well that's him I mean, over over 20 years of working out there you see a lot of faces come yeah. through the door i mean and people some people last half a day yeah they you know miraculously have a, a dentist appointment at one o'clock and you never see him again so um, <laughs> Do they oh yeah Mate, i could write a book of i've got an appointment and, at one and then yeah. they just never come yeah, back they, yeah Oh, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I often sit sit down and think I should write a book about all the people that have come and worked, and the the stories and you know like um, we had one bloke come out and he had a broken arm and his job was to help manually load a truck and he came out with his arm in plaster. <laughs> he couldn't even drive out there, so the bloke that we were hiring off drove him out there. I said, "Mate, what are you bringing this bloke out for?" <laughs> I said, "Just take him home." So yeah, stories like that. It's all yeah,
0: fun. Uh, could be something in that podcast. Yeah. here is around you know, <laughs> yeah. each week, it's you it. just share a story of one of the yeah. workers.
1: Dim wits that I have employed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you moved to Chug, obviously you the uh, life the place. If you're still here, so many years after.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, growing up, so growing up in Shep, um, my grandparents and um, aunties and uncles lived over here anyway. So. Uh, we spent a bit of time in Atuga and um, on the river skiing and that sort of stuff. So it wasn't that big a jump to come over here and also mm. I sort of knew what I was in for. Um, we lived out at Manila for a little while, um, yeah. which is just a little township yeah. just just out of town. 15 um, minutes? Yeah. Tops, yeah. Yeah. So we ride through there every every Saturday morning on our way to, to uh, um, Truans yeah. Hill. And that's uh, pretty nice to go back through there. It was a good little town. We played tennis out there and there's not much left there anymore. Mm. Um so we were there for probably two or three years, and then moved into Tugger itself, and then out to the farm. And living on the farm is is probably the best because it's, you know, it's right on the river and nice and quiet, and yeah, don't have too many neighbours, giving us too many hassles. So.
0: Do you ever, or do you find living so close to where you work kind of does your head in a bit? Like no kind of break off or like division. It's always you're always at work in a way.
1: Yeah, and that's probably one of the reasons that I do sport is. Like in the mornings to come in and, and just break that monotony of waking up, going to work, coming home, going to bed, waking up. You know, it's 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 different people. Yeah. Um, it's different stories, you know, different conversations where if I did didn't have that, I would just be talking to the people at work and then, you know, my family, yeah. which, you know, is great, but yeah. you know, you just need that that different headspace sometimes, so
0: yeah. Yeah. There's something in that, isn't there? And being around, um I found out when I started doing some work with the footy club in like November last year and kind of same thing. I was kind of running a lot by myself and spending time with Carly here and the girls at work and the 12 year olds yeah, yeah. who were sitting in front of me every day. And then yeah. I was like, oh, it's good to kind of, I'd get to see you guys a bit when we train together, but yeah. then to be in a big bunch of like males and just the banter and the oh, stupid yeah. stories and you're like, yeah. This is, I think it's healthy for people to have a bit of that.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. It's and that sense
0: of community too, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and you would love just running around with, you know, your Sam Kennedys and yeah Darren Carmys and Brett Sands and you know, there's about five alpha, alpha males in a group of five. Trab whore. Trab whore, big trap. That's
0: good because you just switch up at the back and you're like, I am not even, I don't want to even be in this competition. Yeah. I'm just happy to smoke all you guys if we ever wait, <laughs> <late, laughs> yeah. but I'm not going to whip off at all. I'm just yeah. going to sit here. and yeah.
1: Just throw a few, a few fishing lines yeah. in there every now and then. Just and, bait, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Ah uh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. And then early days triathlon, when did that kick off?
1: Uh so growing up in Shep I was a swimmer. Yeah. Um did competitive swimming over there till probably eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. And I did a few teams team events with people as their swimmer. Um and then thought, Yeah, I reckon I could do this myself. Um and did a few didn't really train for it, you know, what like liked that age or go and do a ten K run the Friday night before a Sunday race. Mm. Um and yeah kind of liked it but then it was a bit late in in that uh, time in my life to really get into it so i left it for probably i don't know 10 15 years and didn't get back into it until i was about 34 35 i suppose right. sort of when the kids were a bit older and i had the time um so yeah, just started doing the wednesday night tries here in echuca when it was nice early days and uh just grew from there just gradually got longer yeah. and longer and yeah. How
0: good of a swimmer were you? Like going to state champs and
1: stuff like that? Uh or? no, I did country champs and that sort of stuff and, and schools. I yep. went to the schools finals and that sort of stuff, but yeah, I wasn't was pretty much just the middle of the road. Yeah. Um seemed to be always that one or two kids, you know, that, that were better than you around the place. So mm.
0: But you think there's something in that? Like if you were a gun and, you know, not didn't have those couple of kids in front of you. Yeah. And we're a bit of a child kind of freak and kind of trained hard. And we go in the pool before school and stuff like that. Do you yeah. reckon you'd still have the love for the sport now?
1: Yeah, I often think about that because um, you see it with kids that yeah. are good at it. And then it's easy come, easy go. Mm. Um, they let it go because like, they get used to winning. Mm. Um, and I yeah, certainly never had that. So I think that there probably is something in that. That mm. later on you, you get a bit of success as a, an older age grouper and you think oh this is alright You know, maybe I am half good at this so you keep at it and yeah um, yeah, I think you might be right mm. I want to there. talk
0: to you about that later on just that yeah. um, your kids in sport and how hard to push and how yeah, yeah, yeah it's an interesting yeah. kind of one yeah. But so when you started off at like what 35 that yeah. first first time you went to an Echuca Triathlon yeah. were you just like getting smashed and stuff Cause oh. like you for people that don't know people who are listening out there you're pretty dominant and had some pretty impressive results in triathlon so it's interesting to hear that you were kind of um, the little fish.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't, the club wasn't really big back then. There was probably only maybe 15 or 16 people doing it on a Wednesday night at the pool. Um, and yeah, I, I went, I was probably in the middle of the road there, and but had some um, good successes in the handicap side of thing. And, and just, I don't know, just kept pushing myself to, to do better. I had trouble with my heart early on, uh, probably from being an athlete as a kid. And then trying to push myself that hard again as an adult with not a lot of fitness, um, so I had a bit of atrial fibrillation that uh, I had to have a, an ablation, um, which worked um, successful. So, yeah, that was good to get rid of that. But then, just just found a, a, a really good spot and some really good blokes around it to, to yeah. train with, and it became that social thing that we just went out and tried to smash each other. Yeah. And, so you get get better doing it that way.
0: Back onto the hard thing, like were you just competing or training or something one day and just noticed that?
1: Uh yeah, it was in a race. Um and I reckon it might have been one of the really early um January races, like the big big race we had here, yeah, hot and it was just it started just to flutter at the start, but then it lasted for about two days and I started getting oh, wow. a little bit a little bit worried about it. Were you, um, like,
0: taking your pulse and stuff? Like, was it through the yeah? Roof? But
1: it, it doesn't affect your pulse because yeah, right. it's your um, atrium. It's the blood of the um, valves pumping into your, into your ventricle, so it doesn't come through your pulse. Oh. So when I went to the um, – well, I think it was a um, Monday morning. I went into the hospital at about 3 in the morning, and I was sitting in uh, in emergency, and I said to the nurse, my heart is – like, it's racing. It's It's got to be doing 300 beats a minute. I said, here, like, feel my – you took my pulse. And it was normal. forty-five five or something like yeah. that. Yeah, she said, she said, there's nothing wrong with you. Like you I said, well, all right. Try to go
0: straight off the street. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, put your hand on my heart then. And, and it, was, it was flat out. Yeah. And she said, oh, you better come through. So that's when they, they took me through. and, and okay, you didn't go it. home. Yeah. Um, it's not life-threatening at the time. Yeah. Um, but it can, can cause clots and strokes and that sort of stuff if it's left uh, untreated. So, yeah. But when it's your heart, it's it automatically... You know, it triggers a, a bit of a, a worry in you because it's mm. only got one. if it stops. And
0: do they give you a reason to why it uh, occurred? Like, was it the lack of exercise in between now, 20 and 35?
1: They don't really know. There's studies into it now with um, endurance athletes. Um, Emma Carney had it. Yeah. Um, and um, Greg Welsh had it as well. But they had the ventricular um, tachycardia, which is the ventricle. So when that goes, that's dangerous because it'll just peak out. So they've got the um the built into their chest now. Into so that, chest. yeah. So if it happens it automatically Bam. shocks their heart and they'll fall down. They can't even see it coming. It'll just bang, shock their heart back into rhythm. Cool. So, um yeah, there is a bit of a bit of study into endurance athletes having it. Um, but they don't know why. Um stress can bring it on, um, caffeine, alcohol, mm. all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. um
0: what about the decision to, like, early days, getting back in the sport, triathlon, and then you have this heart issue? Yeah. It could have easily been like, all right, I'm going back to doing what I've been doing the 15 years before and sitting on the couch and just working and,
1: yeah, you know I, what I mean? I don't know. It was, it was probably because I had that little bit of success and thought, you know, I've got more in me. Taste of it. Yeah. Um, there's more I want to do in it. Um, I had I wanted to do, you know, half Ironman and Ironman, that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. And when the doctor said, look, if we have this ablation, you'll be back... Yeah, you know, it won't it won't affect you in any way. Like you'll be as good as new. I thought, well, let's just do that. And yeah. Okay.
0: And they say that, so like I've got as big a chance of it happening to me tomorrow morning as you do. Yeah. Like afterward, yeah. Okay. Yep. So there's no doubt whatsoever in your mind when you're standing on the start line now that it's going to come back because they've given you that all clear.
1: Yeah. No. No. Because it's it's hard to explain. But there's there's you know, I developed a second node in the okay. atrium, which is the trigger that like the pulse comes from the little yep. electric node. So, because there was two of them, they were shooting like two electric pulses. Yeah, so right. it was like bang, 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 bang instead of bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang. So they go into your heart um, with like a like a welding rod, basically up through the uh, through your groin into your heart, and they they weld or cauterize the inside of your heart and cauterize one of the nodes, so it doesn't work anymore. So it's yeah. pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty out there. Interesting sort of. stuff. Yeah.
0: And then when you were back, like the rise in just triathlon, you just got better and better. And because your training age would have been so young, like you would have just been, even though you were, you know, 35, 36, 37 at this stage, you would have been like a 22 year old kind of training age. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know what it was, but um, maybe the swimming gave me a bit of an engine Mm. Um, and I was never a good runner and I'm still an average runner you always
0: got to come off the bike though like that's at the end of you guys you've never actually ran I'd love just to like give you six months a run and train and see what you can run a marathon <laughs> yeah. in or a 10k or a half marathon yeah, or I don't know
1: I don't reckon it would change I just go hard anyway <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I was a, a saying in uh, in triathlon that if someone's not a very good runner they run like a swimmer yeah because right. swimmers, swimmers are not very good runners yeah because they've got soft legs and you know it's all upper yeah, body yeah. stuff so um, yeah I don't know about the um, the training side of it I just just got into it and just trained hard and i'm that sort of person that i just i'm not real scientific with my uh, training it's just just go on feel if i feel good i'll train good if i don't i'll slow down so
0: but that's good though isn't it like and you have always been i've trained with you a bit and you're always just like your body you just listen to your body yeah you know, like there's guys who download programs off the internet and yeah. kind of you know what i mean like you'll just listen and you know when you're i've ran with you um when was it? You're coming back from that knee operation. Yeah. And you were out of shape big time. I remember, yeah. like, you were all going to Cairns. Yeah. And you, like, eight weeks before, you were coming back off this knee operation. Yeah. And you just slowly build and build and build and, like, first, yeah. first across the line up in up in Cairns with your own homeboys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I've always been, just knowing my body and, and, and like you said, just trying to that. Because... I know people who go out and they they're on the internet the whole time and they're looking for the the next silver bullet you know oh, i've got to get this or i've got to do that or so and so has got to coach me because they're doing well or if you just go back to where when you felt good and think about when you felt good and what you did and and tweak it a little bit to your current um you know position sure, and then yeah. yeah just just use it and no, it's not that scientific i don't think it's just no people are making money out of making it scientific or selling you the the next best thing so yeah yeah
0: it's funny isn't it like i was just writing a program for a person before you come around today and like i felt guilty because i think sometimes people want something sexy or some silver ball and you're like i just he's a long run for the next four weeks which is two hours two hours two hours at this heart rate range and i'm like i feel bad emailing this guy because he's paying me but i'm like this is all you need to do. Like yeah. it's not, um,
1: it's not rocket science. Oh, I'm the same with big, big T. Um, I'm doing a program for him yeah. for, for Busso, and um, granted, he's not paying me, so I yeah. don't have that guilt. But it's, it, it's not, it's not sexy. Yes, yeah. it's. This is the plan for the week. We'll tweak it a little bit. And sometimes I look at the program and I, I think I'm not even going to change that from yeah. week to week because it, it's working. Yeah. Um, so and you get, string
0: a month like, that's what I'm trying to tell these guys it's just stringing four weeks together which is yeah. a month and you're just going to be stronger if you can do it again almost yeah. like change a few sessions here and there
1: yeah just to relieve a bit of the boredom But yeah, 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 yeah.
0: mix it up and give you something to be excited about a yeah. session but yeah, you're right it's not rocket science yeah. and do a lot think... of oh, giving, them,
1: giving them confidence too like doing the same session and, and see they see the improvement mm. you know mm. if you do the same session for three weeks and they improve yeah. after that three weeks Yeah. if you change it they might not see that improvement yeah. so they, they think they're plateauing um, yeah. so. Well in the
0: head's a big thing, isn't yeah. it? Like athletes like to well, I think it's the biggest thing. oh yeah, oh, yeah. hundred yeah. yeah. I think Yeah. And it can be a big thing. It can be the biggest thing if all you need to do is look at your training to yeah. then that become you know, I always run. If I've got a training diary and it's like eight weeks of good work. Yeah. I just know it's in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to race well. Yeah. Even if, you know, scientifically, I'm in exactly the same shape on yeah. four weeks. I know if it's eight weeks, my head goes, I've done it. You've done hard work for eight weeks. You're ready to roll. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think, is triathlon similar to running where people, you kind of said, like, people flog got off this silver bullet trying to make money and people just try to make it sexy on social media?
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just like, it's not. Like, nah. it's just funny hard. Like... And then people have got these photos up on Instagram and stuff, and it just looks so good. And it's, um, yeah. yeah, I heard an interview the other day with a guy, and he kind of said, I wish elite athletes would just put up their crap days. Yeah. Because these kids sitting at home, he was a college coach, these kids training in college, all they're doing is checking Instagram, seeing all these pros and how good this run was and how fast this split was and how beautiful it is to be tanning at 12 yeah. o'clock during the day. And I'm just like, yeah. this is exactly right. And I don't know, I've been a sucker for it. I often put like good stuff on Instagram. Yeah. It makes my life look 20 times better than it is.
1: Well, that's it. And you, I mean, you look at your big tees who are out mm. at 5.30 mm. in the morning because they're working you yeah. know, eight, nine hours a day. They're out at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. They're trying to squeeze the swim in at lunchtime and... Then doing something else in the evening like the yeah. pros have got it so easy. Yeah. You wake up at, you know, seven or eight and yeah. go out for a swim and come back something to a massage, a bit yeah. of a rest, another session, Netflix. In the afternoon. Yeah. Go and get my legs waxed, heading down the solarium. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I guess you're involved in going kind to of both worlds, you know what I mean? Like you you know, Trav, I'm sure, and he wouldn't take any offence, like he wouldn't know as much about the elite triathlon world as you guys do. Yeah. So like, do you kind of see a I guess my question is yeah, like, is it... It'd just be completely different worlds because... And do you get annoyed that they're so different whereas other guys trying so hard?
1: Yeah, I I do. And I get annoyed with the magazines and the... Yeah. And because it's, like, people, like, age groups and that buy these magazines. Mm. And it's either advertising or all about these pros that have got the perfect life mm. and that sort of travel in the world. Mm. And, I yeah, I, I do get annoyed at it. Um, But, yeah, they would be having shit days like we do. Yeah. Um, probably not as many, but... Mm. Because yeah.
0: triathlon's a bit of a money sport, isn't it? Like oh, yeah. the amount of money just uh, talking to you before we started recording about Carlys yeah. sign up for our first triathlon. And she's going, Oh, we might need to buy a new car to fit me bike and <laughs> <Yeah>. I we're <laughs> not buying a new yeah, we well, would have to buy like station wagon or something like We're not buying a new car yeah. just because you started triathlon three days ago. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's that probably high socio economic kind of clientele as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, well just I mean, just entering the races alone is yeah, Phenomenal. this one we're
0: doing next week, this team one, yeah. we're not paying for it, but I got the receipt for it on the entry, and I was like, whoa, it's like yeah. 400 bucks or something, wasn't it? 350
1: well, Noosa Triathlon on the weekend, um, Sam Kennedy offered me one of his mates tickets mm. who couldn't go, and it was $350. And
0: that's Olympic distance, like yeah, a 10k a two, run? Two, yeah, two-hour
1: two hour race, 350 bucks.
0: Wow.
1: And then you've got to get there and you know, get you your bike get the there. You've got to get your bike up there. Yeah. And
0: you've already got a 10 grand bike plus, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, the bikes yeah. are pretty expensive, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, with all the bells on it, it's, yeah. so it is yeah it's a fairly expensive sport but you you can do it on a a shoestring you don't have to have all the the good gear
0: do you reckon it restricts people like do you reckon triathlon would have more kind of um kind of hard luck stories you know how kind of ultra runners and kind of like marathoners and you see them and they're like same thing that they've been wearing for three years same shorts like explorer socks or something but they just bang out like ultras and marathons year in year out and I just wonder how many people could be trying imagine if you could pay like a starter kit you probably can not like it's like 200 bucks here we go we hook you up for 12 months with all the kit all the entry all the stuff if you don't want it to pay whatever more in 12 months time you give it back and we'll give it to someone else kind of as a bit of a scholarship i wonder how many people would then have a crack at it
1: yeah i don't know well it's probably the ongoing thing too and, and what we got back to you know everyone's got to have the latest and the greatest mm. so that bike that you bought this year worth five or six grand like two years down the track it's worth two grand and it's out of date all those sneakers they're not bright enough anymore or yeah. you know it's
0: don't it's, have a carbon plate in the middle of them like the new nike ones
1: yeah yeah but it is it is very expensive and to get started you can get started on a budget, but ultimately that bug comes in where you've got to be keeping up with the Joneses. So,
0: does it make a huge difference though? Like, if you're on a two grand bike compared to a ten grand bike, and you've got the same ability, would you just get smashed on the bike? No, probably not. You would not make it. No, no. no. So you can't pay to be no. a better athlete in a way.
1: Yeah, it's it's minimal percentage yeah. that yeah that money will buy the
0: the better rider is still gonna yeah go well yeah yeah oh, it's interesting isn't it? Yeah. Where do you think the future of triathlon is going to go? Uh...
1: I don't know, probably just bigger and brighter, I suppose, and more mm. expensive because mm. these, these companies are making lots of money out of it, mm. like IMG and um, Ironman and all that sort of stuff and yeah. making big bucks, so it's, it's become a real business.
0: Well, it has, hasn't it? And it's a bit like big city marathons. Like People, want to, people who've got the money want to go to these big races to tick off yeah. their bucket list. And the more people that want to go, the yeah. harder it is to get a spot.
1: Well, exactly like Noosa, three hundred and fifty bucks a ticket, and there is eight thousand people up there doing the race. So,
0: and do they cap it at eight thousand and sell it out?
1: Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's unreal, isn't it?
1: Yeah, people will pay, and people have got the money; they'll pay to do it because they can get the Iron Man jumper that says oh, "I'm I'm an Ironman, Man," and people will look twice and say, "Oh, you're an Ironman, Man. You're great." It's mm, so, good. Uh,
0: yeah, they're done well marketing. Yeah, but like seventy point three, like that's Iron Man, but it's only half Iron Man, isn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. People still love doing those ones.
1: Yeah, well, they're a bit more achievable. Um yeah. you don't have to put.
0: It's still bloody you
1: know, hard. Oh yeah. When you look at it on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah you're not not telling me anything. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I don't do Iron Man anymore. I, I, I do half Iron Man yeah. now to to remind me never to do an Iron Man again because they're that hard.
0: How many have you done?
1: Uh, I've done four. Four. Yeah, which was.
0: Where, was it? where were they?
1: Where the four? Uh, I've done three, three Ironman Australia yeah. at Port Macquarie, and one Ironman New Zealand. Yeah. The Ironman New Zealand one I was probably the fittest I've ever been, uh, and I had a satellite coach, uh, Chris McDonald, who was in Aubrey, but then he moved to America. Yeah. And I was at the stage where I was just addicted. I had to do everything that was ticked off on that box, and if I missed it that day, I'd do it the next. I'd double up and do it the next day. And I got to the start line, and I was as fit as I've ever been, but I was absolutely smashed. Cooked. Just yeah, just cooked. And I had a not a bad race, but I missed qualifying for Hawaii, and it sort of shattered me a little bit. Mm. Um, Darren Carmody was over there with me. And how much did he miss it by? Oh, uh, something like five minutes oh. or something like that. Yeah, probably. I can't remember now, but it wasn't many spots. Like it was probably two or three spots in front of me. Oh,
0: did they go in spots? It wasn't a yeah, time. Yeah, wasn't didn't have time, to it a just, time. Yeah, it was They'd like a like top whatever. percentage. Yeah
1: far out yeah so yeah and Carmo was over there and uh and he said oh let's go and do Ironman Australia while you're fit yeah and we'll we'll get a ticket there did Carmo uh,
0: get a ticket that day
1: no no no. he
0: missed out as well
1: yeah Yeah. uh he might have at New Zealand actually but he didn't take it yeah um anyway yeah so we we signed up for Ironman Australia which was a month away so it was going to be two Ironmans in a month and which is just ridiculous that's, but that's, like, that's yeah, the headspace that's i was in i was like yep yeah, that sounds great let's do that because i'm fit i'm going to get there and so no recovery just kept training through um got to iron man australia felt alright. right swim ride uh got into the run was walking probably 15 k's into it just a shot fox Carmo walks around the corner he's walking as well and we just looked at each other and just laughed it's what were we thinking and it's yeah. the last one i've ever done i just cooked my brain yeah uh, cooked my body. And Your brain
0: was probably cooked in the first one. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I well and truly finished it off, though. Yeah.
0: Did you finish that day? I
1: finished, yeah. Always finish, but, yeah, uh, yeah it was just, it wasn't a glamorous finish. It was, Long day. Yeah, it was like 11 hours or something like that, which is, yeah.
0: Yeah. Why, um, well, was someone from the outside, like... To pull your head in, kind of thing, like looking at what you were doing, like and your kids would have been pretty young. And yeah, they not like, they know don't know you know when you just get yeah, a bit too obsessive with it? You need someone just to be like, someone you respect, be yeah. like,
1: I reckon hey, you got to re- stop doing this stuff. Yeah, I reckon Beck was that. Yeah, yeah.
0: But were you, were you listening or were you no, so like, kind no, of blinkers on, focused? No, I was nine,
1: man, like, yeah, yeah. And no. the
0: goal to go to Hawaii, like, was that just yeah, like, 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 that whole, like, well, that's all.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of mates in that yeah. going over, there, and it was just the pinnacle. And yeah. I had to, you know, I had to do it. I had to do. It. I had to go. Ironman was, you know, Kona. It was the thing. You yeah. got to do it. Um, and that's gone now. I, I really have no dream of going there anymore. Maybe when I'm in the seventy plus age group and there's only three blokes in it, I might get a chance. But yeah. um, probably don't have any real desire to do it anymore. Um, recently went to the worlds in uh, the US. And Chattanooga, is that uh, how it's pronounced? Chattanooga. Chattanooga.
0: I was trying to practice that before you got
1: here. Yeah. And I got over there and the first time I went to Florida, it was amazing. Like I was I was just so stoked to be there. And then this time I got over there and it had changed so much. It was just um it was probably the world championships of wankers, I reckon. It was just how brown can you get your skin? How smooth can you get your skin? Mm. How much fluoro can you wear? how much aero shit on your bike. It was just, I actually had no real emotion about being there, which is a shame. But, um...
0: Yeah, because you're the different guy. You're the guy who gets up at like 5am and just grinds away. And like, yeah. <laughs> you were running the other day wearing board shorts. Yeah. And like a gun to sing. Like, you're like just the, like it's just good. Like, I love that stuff. Like sometimes like, I try to like em, emulate that, and I'll go like get home from work, and I've just got an easy half an hour. I'll just wear like, my work my work socks on. Yeah, just you like, got Gotta get the away. blue, yeah. yeah. bluey. Yeah, they're just they're like the yeah. white collar kind of workout, like yeah. so that would really piss you off, wouldn't it? Being over there seeing that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just took a bit of the shine off it, so, yeah. and I, I think that maybe affected my performance. I really, you know, probably didn't care that much during the race that I blew like I, I wanted to do well but when I blew it was like oh yeah you know like this this is hard and I probably had put that one percent that I should have had
0: because to... you didn't rate the event as much as you thought
1: maybe in my mind it wasn't probably... as
0: important to you anymore so yeah. you didn't want to dig yeah. deep for
1: it yeah probably at the time I didn't think that but after it I'm thinking well maybe that was a factor too you know I wasn't that inspired to be there mm. when I actually got there so yeah don't but know. you
0: inspire, like, cause that was a big achievement, like, and a big goal for to qualify to go to the Worlds. Yeah. So that would have been, like, a big, almost like a, um, like, over pinnacle kind of thing. Like, you yeah. seen your sights to qualify for, like, you have been trying to qualify for a few years, hadn't you? To yeah, get to since,
1: Worlds. yeah, I think since last, last time I went, it was always in the back of my mind. And, yeah. And, and and I had yeah. missed a couple of times and yeah. then qualified a couple of times, but really didn't want to go because of where it was and, and mm-hmm. the timing of it, um, so yeah, it was probably a bit of a letdown once I got there, but I, mean, I still enjoyed it. But I just didn't love it like I did the first time. And it's probably like anything: the first time you do it, it's always that, you know, that dream, and you're trying to live up to it every every time mm-hmm. after. But um, and it's a bit like Iron Man: you do it your first Iron Man, and there's no other feeling in the Couldn't world. Imagine what it's like, yeah. Yeah, and then,
0: <laughs> talking guys just trying to run marathon. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, yeah, I don't know what I know. It's different. You are kind of not... It's a different, like, you're not standing on the start line and going hammering tongs for 42K, but the fact that you guys can run 42Ks off 180K, 3.8, 3.6Ks, yeah, yeah. like, it's just...
1: I still reckon, I've only ever done one out-and-out marathon over at Shep, and I still reckon that was harder than a a marathon in an Ironman, Mm. just the the intensity of it, Mm. because you're racing it.
0: But it's yeah, it's, we got a question for the podcast, the running podcast we do this week, and it was, "What's your hardest run? What's yep. the hardest race you've done?" And I yep. think, like, if you have a fair day, you can crack at anything. Like, I can remember eight hundred meters that are hard, yeah, and they're overing like a minute fifty five, but yep. they're still can be harder than some of the 15Ks or half marathons I've run because you're on a different edge and you might settle for 15K and then kick it home. And it's yeah. just a matter of how diff- hard. And, and you're right. Yeah. So when you did that marathon over Shep, you were going way quicker because it was yeah. just the marathon rather than yeah. kind of pace. And I think subconsciously, you just know how long you've got to be out there for a nine, man. Yeah. So you probably put that protective you know, brain on quite a bit to know what's coming.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the 180Ks on the bike sort of takes a bit of that uh edge off too where you go right i've just done that i can't go out too hard and i've, I've yeah. really got to go through steady here where toe on the line you've trained for a marathon and it's let's go let's yeah. go so
0: and even like the nutrition like you can get a lot of that down on the bike too can't you over 180k yeah. you kind of almost set yourself up to yeah have it in and digest it and, yeah. and go again
1: and it sounds funny but you're actually looking forward to after 180 ks on the bike you're looking forward to running a marathon <laughs>
0: it's like to bendy on back it's insane yeah, yeah.
1: yeah it's a long way yeah
0: and then I'd get off and run at Elmore. Yeah. When you put it in that perspective. <clears throat> yeah. I so suppose. back to that story about Beck though. Like, so was she like, was she getting annoyed at you? Like, no, how, I don't know. Not so Judy's much annoyed, going?
1: but just, um, well, that last race, I actually um, the Atucha Club had a tent along the the run course, and I sat down. Quarry was this, yeah. 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 I sat down in the tent next to Beck and just had a bit of a soap and yeah. she said, oh, "I don't know why I'm buddy doing this. Like, i really, I'm not enjoying this. I don't know why I'm doing it." And she said, "Well, just don't do it." And that was it i just i thought well yeah i you know, i'll finish this race and then that's it it's just too hard on on me uh, on the family and like all this time i've put into it and now i'm sitting in a tent having a sook mm. you know it's not really fair on them if i'm not doing it mm. and enjoying it so
0: yeah all that sacrificing like how many mornings would you you've been getting up at five every morning for about eight twelve months wouldn't you know what oh, I mean? like yeah. how many hours away from your family and then for it to be on race day you end yeah. up tearing up in a tent like yeah. it's, that's not how it works. No, it's meant it to, meant
1: like to go that. well and be yeah. like winning your age group and stuff. Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm, and I'm older and wiser now, and that may not happen if I train. I'd probably train a lot smarter, and I've mm. probably got more time on my hands too. Um, so I'll never say never, and one day someone will probably talk me into it, and I'll I'll do another one. But uh, yeah. I but you be...
0: can't, it's a hard event to you can't really just do them socially though, can you? Because it takes, <laughs> no. a, it's like, I get people like, yeah, we'll do a half marathon. We'll sign up together. We'll yeah. run three times a week. It'll be enough. You'll get through. it well,
1: Dave omen do you know Dave? No. Dave. Dave's, oh, he's done 20 odd Ironman Australia or something like that. And he just, he, he's that bloke you were talking about before in the, the Bond single. He's just the white collar Ironman yeah. because he'll, he'll go out and he'll try, he'll start training probably a month before the race. Um, and then, He'll drop a few kegs, and he'll you know go out and do the race, and he'll take sixteen hours to do it. And he'll walk the marathon. Um, I think in that last race at Port Macquarie, Dave was coming the other way, and he had a big bag of potato chips, not well, not just a little little bag, a big bag, that he was carrying around on the run, just munching into them. He said, "Oh, these are great. They got everything. They got carbs. They got oh, salt. Wow. <laughs> they got everything." And I just thought that's the way to do it. Like he yeah. just he just does it because he enjoys it and i unless
0: you're doing it for a job like yeah, I understand yeah. those guys can do it and it's their livelihood and they're the best yeah. in the world so you need to put and you have time to put those hours in but yeah. yeah, it's a massive sacrifice for guys to put in almost pro hours yeah. around their families and full time yeah. jobs and stuff like that as well
1: and a massive cost too like, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the price I mean you know, to go over to America this year and blow up and you look back at the time you put into it, and the money you spent on airfares and accommodation and all that sort of stuff. It, getting it,
0: your bike over there and all that. Kind yeah, of
1: stuff. yeah. It, it, it sort of it is a bit disappointing when you you don't perform where you wanted to. So, um, yeah, it's not going to get any any cheaper. I don't think the sport. Mm. So. Did
0: you learn a bit about yourself after that latest Worlds?
1: Um, yeah, I was surprised that I wasn't actually as disappointed at blowing up as I, I should have been. Um, and I was happy with that, that, you know, that things happen on a day that you can't, you, I mean, I can't go out and train in the hills here, so I had to do the best I could. Um, it was a hilly course, it was hot. I had all the excuses, don't you worry about that. Mm. Like, you but know, you're not
0: generally a guy who needs or wants all
1: the excuses. No, no. And I think they were genuine excuses. Yeah, like oh, I, yeah. yeah. I generally really didn't realise it was yeah. that much climbing in it. But, uh, yeah, look, you know, usually it probably takes me two or three if i'm around here and around my mates and that sort of stuff it takes me a lot longer to to get over it um a, a shitty race than it does like, probably did when i was over there because i was moving on to new things like we left chattanooga and mm. then started to travel so you, your mind's off it and, and you're not around it anymore it's lot like, right shut that shut that box mm. let's go and do something else which was good mm. um what else did i learn um don't know probably not to set as high goals next time especially for something like that where it's a world championship um so yeah
0: you were um because i remember the morning after the race i woke up because i was just about to go to berlin i think and mm. i kind of saw the results and you would told me the day before top 20 was it top 20 you aiming for
1: oh top 20 top, would have been good top, yeah. yeah i yeah. remember and yeah.
0: i ran with you and you kind of and then I checked them, and I was just—I couldn't really make much sense of it. Yeah. I was just like, "This doesn't." And I don't only know you like, yeah. you know, cans what I spoke about before. I only known you like setting yourself, doing the right training, yeah. going well, and coming back happy. So it yeah. was a bit of a. And I remember messaging Faz. I'm like, "Have you heard from Steve? Are these results right?" Yeah. I couldn't really work out. And then I read your post about, you know, how you feel like you let people down and disappoint yeah. them and stuff like that. And
1: it's—and that's the hardest thing too with with the internet and. And having such a big support base, you put so much pressure on yourself for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like before you leave, everyone says, oh, you know, we're going to be up at night. We're going to be, you know, following you. And oh, so man. when you're doing the race and you know you're blowing, you, you, you're crossing these wires on the ground. Yeah. That are, they're I've sending, done it, Berlin. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, you guys are your, sitting around. Yeah. yeah, sending your times back to Australia and everyone's glued to it. And so many people have said to me, oh, I thought you got a puncher on the hill, you know, on the ride. I said, no, that was just the hill. Um, and, yeah. It's it's one of those things that it, it really can put a lot of pressure on you. Hmm. Um, so I don't you, know how you how you change that. You just how do don't you do tell with them.
0: It? Like you guys had a whole Facebook group kind of like you know yeah. what I mean. Like it's a new world that we're living in now where yeah you know, your last world champs Facebook probably wasn't really you couldn't even make groups no. on facebook and things like that and now you've got this
1: well it's a catch-22 you, you've got to tell people you've got to put it out there yeah. to, to succeed you've got to say well i, I want to go top 20 or i want to do this yeah. time or i'm going to do this Kind of a like like yeah. you've got to name your
0: goals yeah because yeah, if you don't
1: then you're not accountable yeah, like, yeah. you're not accountable you don't tell your mates you, yeah you're just going over there for the fun of it yeah and you say yeah i'm going to do this because everyone asks you have you got a time in yeah. mind or what you want to do so yeah it's a catch-22 you put it out there you've you've got to perform, and if you don't then you've got to, got to be to, gotta be able to wear it so mm.
0: but do you think we put too much emphasis on um, like outcome goals uh, like you can say top twenty or whatever, and like imagine if you were getting marked on and you were judging your performance on The process goals like the preparation you put together the way you handled yourself in that the discipline you showed the sacrifice you showed leading up to that event the way you gave it all in the race day if Mm. that was what you're getting marked out of 10 on rather than the finishing position or the i often think it with berlin i'm like you know um, my prep was you know nine out of ten my race was six out of ten but you know i couldn't have done anything more i ended up in the medical tent, kind of thing like it's you know do we get too caught up on you know, missing that com games time by 75 seconds. Yeah. That's all I've been thinking about. It's like here to the servo. Like yeah, I was that, at the servo when I was bloody out the front of my house.
1: It also drives you too to It keep, does. To I keep think it drives on. you. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: it's good in that sense. But at the same time, you can get really hung up and overthink all that and think you're a failure when, yeah. if you look at your preparation and how many mornings you got out of bed when you didn't want to at yeah. 4.30 or 5, yeah. um, it's really a success.
1: Yeah, it is. And that's that's probably, you've got to have those people around you that, that tell you the but that's what we're looking at. Mm. We're not looking at your, your result. We're looking at you, how you've yeah, done the whole thing as a process, mm. um, which is your, your family and your, your friends and your, your yeah. little village that you live in. That
0: And those people don't love you any less. Do no. you know what I mean? Like no. You actually figure out who you probably need to cut off a bit yeah. from the people that um celebrate you or who are there when things aren't going as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. I remember, actually, it was good because Berlin to Berlin... You know, a few people kind of, like, took some screenshots and put them up on Facebook, and you're just like, yeah, I didn't hear from you guys this year. Like, where were you when I didn't run that uh, time I wanted to run? Pricks? Yeah, Um, yeah, but it's, like, an interesting kind of... But you're right, like... And it's good because your family and stuff really don't care. Like, I could tell my mum I ran 2.35 at Berlin. She'd be like, yeah, well done, Brady. I could have told her I ran 2.05. She would have been like, yeah, well done, Brady. She wouldn't have given two shits about how fast... Um, the marathon I rat. Is, she'd be really just like, Are you happy? If you're yeah. happy, we're happy. Like yeah, it's
1: exactly no and one's
0: gonna cut you off.
1: That's that pressure you just put on yourself for everyone else's sake. And like mm. I said in that Facebook thing, you do everyone that supported you, you feel like you've let them down. Um, and you haven't. It's just nah. that thing that goes through your head. So, yeah.
0: And you're yeah. right with those timing mats. Like, I remember thinking as well. Like, you, like every 16 minutes we're going over yeah. this time mat. And yeah. I remember Sandy was saying, like, we're going into the study. Faz had, like, an alarm set at every 16 yeah. minutes. I'd go in there, refresh the page. are like, oh, yep, still on
1: track. Yeah, Oops, no, not anymore. Yeah. And because I do it myself, like last year yeah. with you in Berlin, and, uh, and that's, I remember just cooking tea in the kitchen, just watching it refresh. Yeah. I thought, that's what blokes will be doing you now at home. So.
0: But you feel a bit. um even though you're the one with all the control you feel a bit useless when it's there like yeah. I had been my mate Julian come up next to me he's like come on we've got to get to that next time mate. people at home are relying on this split yeah. you're like I want to but I can't do anything like yeah. I'm, I'm cooked I'm done
1: yeah it's not like you can just switch it up oh yeah I wasn't oh, really yeah. having a crack <laughs> oh really am I watching I'm going to go harder yeah on. right we've
0: just gone past 36k I've been yeah. doing nothing for the yeah.
1: last 36k <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it um, what goes through your head when you kind of like when you were really struggling there uh, what were you thinking about
1: I don't know. You just you just break it down to in in a half Ironman and I Ironman these drink stations are every two and you yeah. Think, oh, I'll just I'll get to the next one, have a drink. I should still feel better, and it just didn't happen. So in the end, it was just hang on.
0: So you were hanging on for hope a bit. You were thinking, okay, maybe I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, the, yeah.
1: Yeah. maybe get this hill out of the way, and the downhill will be easy. But the downhills were hurting just as much yeah. as the uphills, and um, I was still. I was run, on the flat. I was running all right, like I was still running sort of four ten, four fifteen. Yeah. But just the hills just killed me, and I, and I just thought, oh, I just wanted to end. Yeah. But the slower you go, the longer the the race takes. So you you've, you've got to keep running at some sort of pace. It's just so cruel. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is, isn't it?
1: And we started. I think we started about an hour and forty minutes behind the elites. Mm. So out of the swim and onto the ride, the elites were finishing their bike and we were going out onto our bike so they were two hours in front of us um and we were in like right through the middle of the day and probably one of the i think we were the last group to go so on the two lap course you could turn right and go to the finish line or turn left and go That's out right. again on the run course and i just remember getting to that point and there was heaps of people around over this bridge over the the river and it got there and then it was like blokes standing going right if you're finishing and then it just turned from heaps of people around to, like, no one around. <laughs> it was, you know, gone from thousands of people to probably three or four. And I just, that, that killed me as well. i like, oh, I've got no one to pick off.
0: Yeah. Have you ever
1: DNF'd? Uh, I DNF'd in Cairns probably three years ago. I got a puncher, yeah. five k's into the, into the ride, and I only had a single yeah. tyre on, so no spares or anything that I could change it with. And that, that probably hurt more than, than blowing up because you can't do anything yeah. about it. At least blowing up, you can finish the race and yeah. get the medal. And... and you're so
0: fit and stuff as well. Like, you yeah. haven't even given this body a chance to let it show what yeah. you do.
1: Yeah, So that that's that was my worst one. Yeah. Would have
0: been a long trip home too, wouldn't it? Like, you're on the other side of Australia. It's yeah. Just like, ugh, got to come back and yeah. face the world here.
1: Well, in Cairns, you finish it's a the good race. good
0: excuse, though. Like, it's a cop out. Oh, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I couldn't control that. I had yeah, to punch you guys like, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I had to walk back, um, basically back to, to getting a lift all the way back into Cairns, which is about 30 yeah. k's just walk on your bike just walk oh the bloke gave me a lift to the outskirts of Cairns and I had yeah. to walk it in to transition past all the crowd and everything with this disc wheel with no tyre on it yeah and uh, I just parked in there and um, when we finished the racing Cairns we go to a place called Rattle and Hum that's right on the, the Esplanade mm. and you probably start you know having a beer at about eleven thirty, twelve o'clock or something so needless to say that day it was about 10 o'clock it yeah was, straight yeah, in put the bike and... up
0: against the wall yeah yeah,
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Ah, oh, funny 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 juniors i want to talk to you about this because your son was pretty elite um well yep. is pretty elite triathlete as a dad who's in the triathlon and there's a son who picks up triathlon pretty well like yep. you know big team three four yep. times Three or four. yeah, yeah. Yep. how does that balancing act go when you you want your son to get the best out of the sport but you still want your son to be a kid not yeah. involved in elite sport
1: yeah i knew you were gonna ask that um and it is such a such a balance and i probably could be accused of being too pushy
0: that's bullshit no one. yeah people that know you well wouldn't accuse
1: you of that yeah i I don't know you just you just never know there's things you do and you think oh i wonder how that came across you know but i'm I'm a big believer like you you can't push kids but you need to give them a gentle nudge because Mm. kids are inherently lazy like if you don't encourage them to go and do something or take them somewhere and you know they'll they'll not they'll rather especially this day and age, they would rather sit inside and and play video games and mm. and do nothing It'll start so. a
0: stimulus like we say yeah. with kids at school like we used to give the kids a laptop at school and be like yeah you can do these maths questions on the laptop and they'd be like whoa, really yeah. this is what? now it's just like we're bored with this like yeah. if we can't listen to music at the same time while we're doing it why we're on our phones it's uh
1: yeah. it's no good and hopefully that swings around and they get bored with that sort of technology yeah. and mm. come back to sport but yeah um yeah I th- it is a hard one, and at times you you think, you know, are we doing the right thing, pushing him, and mm. um, you know, forking out a lot of money mm. to travel to to do this racing, and uh, and I think Campbell really enjoyed it too. But they got to a point where um, the end of last year, he made the Vic team again to go to the nationals, and it was six weeks after the end of our our season, and he just said, "Look, Dad, I, I really can't." Because it had been a long season. Yeah, you don't, he don't will, have the energy to go. Yeah, he can said, six I, yeah. I, I just want to have some time when I come home from school and do nothing. Yeah. And he's doing VC as well. Um, and I said, well, yeah, that's fine, mate. I said, give it some thought. I'm not... I don't yeah. care if you do or you don't. But, and I don't want to be the one dragging you out of bed at you know 5.30 in the morning if you don't want to go. Yeah, because yeah. that's not going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make you happy. Yeah. Um, Beck was a little disappointed because... Um, it was at harvey bay and she'd sort of booked her holidays and then around yeah yeah Yeah, some
0: warmer weather during winter yeah Yeah. so
1: she was probably uh, more disappointed but uh and i could see his point because six weeks of training leading like into april and that sort of stuff it's can get a bit cooler and it's it's a hard hard yard so um yeah basically he did that and hasn't really done much since since last march so um he's just Hasn't done much triathlon. Triathlon, yeah. Has done much. <coughs> oh, has yeah. done a lot in being a kid. Yeah, yeah. Being
0: an eighteen
1: or seventeen year old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's um he's picked up the guitar and taught himself how to play the guitar and um been a few
0: more parties. You were telling me. Yeah, been yeah. a few parties Just and that sort them sort of life stuff. A bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which is good. I, and I would be disappointed if he stopped doing it and then didn't do anything else. Mm. Um. So yeah, I'm kinda i'm happy balance with the balance done, here yeah. and triathlon or cycling and running is something that you can come back to later on yeah. uh, like i did and i i was guilty of it at his age you know 17 18 i was burnt yeah. out from swimming didn't yeah. want to do it anymore you know i went back to it a couple of times and oh, no, i still don't like it
0: you gotta to want to do it like i was the same i started when i was 16 like yeah. and when i started so many kids that i raced like 16 through 20 yeah just gone yeah like, Prodigies could have easily been the next bit. Well, maybe couldn't have easily been because they didn't end up being it, but yeah. so much ahead of me, leaps and bounds ahead. And like, you know, I remember getting lapped twice, you know, in the state 5k at Victorian All Schools, yeah. in year 12. Yeah, the kid who beat me was, um, yeah, Toby Rayner, absolute freak kid.
1: Haven't um, heard of him since
0: I have heard of him. He's still, yeah. he's one of the guys still around, but um, yeah, I've taken him down, yeah. five or two. He ran his debut marathon a couple of years ago, yeah. no, this year, two. 27? Yeah. Like, I'm seven minutes quicker than yeah. him. Yeah. Didn't have a good day. Like, I think he cramped up and stuff. But, yeah. yeah, ran raced against him in a few 10Ks in the last couple of years. And I think he beat me by five seconds or something. But, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this is the yeah. guy who's, you know, I gave him a three-minute head start when, yeah. we, <laughs> when we were 18. And now we're kind of in the same category of racing guys. Yeah. Have you seen a few of that, those guys in triathlon
1: uh, come in and out? Probably not, actually. Because when I, when I was doing when I was young, there's a, there's a lot of names that are still in it now mm. that and i think it is one of those sports like i said you can take time off mm. and it's it's pretty well timeless that you can come back to it and and pick it up but like it's not like the rules change that much and the game changes that much it's the still still the basic setup so they
0: still at that base you can access like guys can have you see people with injuries they might have six months off and stress stressy, but they kind of get back pretty quick because yeah. you just can access that yeah base of fitness pretty easy
1: yeah and darren Carmody's like that he's um he did triathlon back when I did it he's a little older than I am Um, but he he did it back in the 80s as well Um, and he has got that massive base where he's just been running marathons Mm. all his life and it doesn't take him long to get back and he hardly ever gets injured Um, but he's got that leg strength that no one else I know has Mm. that can just keep going
0: does a stack on the treadmill too? He was telling me, like yeah. he just smashed himself. Had to yeah. buy a new one because he, he wore a hole. In yeah. it. <laughs> put a hole in the treadmill. Yeah. he's not
1: a big bloke. <laughs> no. yeah. no,
0: about one hundred and sixty-five centimetres, I reckon. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's not like he's chucking a lot of weight onto that one. Yeah. Having kids, does it worry you? Bringing up kids in this world. What three uh, kids under 20,
1: 21, 20? No, not really. I, I actually probably worry more for their kids. Yeah. Because um, I think I know what I'm doing, and my kids, like I can keep track on them, but. Uh, yeah, I, I just fear for what it's going to be like in the future. Mm.
0: Um, what parts? What like bit scare you?
1: Oh, I don't know. Just, just the world itself, mate. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm a bit of a. Um, oh, what are those? I wouldn't go as far as say a prepper, but I think I think the world's going to turn to shit in the in the near future. Mm. Um, Do you
0: mean like nuclear weapons and stuff? Like no, that? Or no, not like nuclear. I just think a um, stack of earthquakes or
1: like... yeah, like not even the environment. I just think you know, if. If you if you look at it um, sensibly, and if the power went out mm. in worldwide tomorrow, or even statewide tomorrow, how do you get money? How does the fuel bowser work? How do the traffic lights work? It, it would just be chaos.
0: Yeah,
1: I know it's a little bit crazy, but that's the kind of things you think about when you spend a lot of time training on your own. So
0: yeah, I um, was um, where did I listened to something the other day. They were talking about. Oh, if we, you know, we're gonna have an asteroid or a comet hit or whatever, yeah. The people who survive would be, you know, our indigenous tribes in the Brazilian forest that have been doing what they've been doing for yeah. hundreds and hundreds and would thousands of years. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, we got this. We've been surviving all people in Alaska who have been yeah. living, you know, two hundred yeah. Ks in the snow and bet then I'll survive. Like, we're all screwed, if this yeah. happens going to catch our own food and like you know Mate, if, if like,
1: we have a 45 degree day here and the, the power grid get trips out people will be dropping dead left yeah. right and center because they haven't got their air conditioner it's yeah. yeah and that's that's what i think about it's not not the um the environment because that's going to look after itself yeah um but yeah it's I don't know. yeah i'm, I'm not worried about my kids put it that way mm. i just not yet anyway they haven't done anything to uh warn me that it's all going to turn to shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Having kids your age, though, because I've spoken to a couple of people who've got younger kids, but you would have seen them with and without technology. Yeah. Has that changed? Like, the way that the kind of dynamics in a family, that they can now pull out their smartphone and yeah. access so much information or watch YouTube channels? Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like
1: They don't use it for good. They use it for evil. Like until Tell these big Kardashians. Yeah, that's yeah. what it means. Like, yeah. Whereas...
0: You know, when she was ten, she wouldn't have known who no. the Kardashians were.
1: No, I, yeah, I, I don't like that side of it—the technology. I like that they know a lot about the world, mm. and but, it's accessible. Yeah, like, you can
0: find out something pretty quick. Yeah, if you yeah. Want but
1: to. Sh- as far as street smarts go, like I'd much rather have the the kid be smart, you know, about um, you know, go over to the shed and weld something up, or you know, and those up. people skills, like yeah. to be able
0: to have conversations with someone that you haven't spoke to before yeah. and be courteous, and yeah, yeah, which all kids are. Yeah, yeah. Great. You know, she works. She's she's still a Yeah. 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 Like American. how good. Yeah. How many good skills is she developing doing that job?
1: Yeah. 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 They are. They're pretty good. They used to be better though, and and I think. But didn't um, we as well though? I used yeah. to be
0: better before I got a smartphone and yeah. stuff like. Yeah. And more
1: polite. They're not polite anymore because no one says thank you on text message or yeah, you know, yeah. please or anything. just bum 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 I want them. and they talk, I like they message. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's
0: an interesting world, isn't it? It is. What yeah. success mean for Steve Gray.
1: Uh, oh, look, I'd like to think I'm pretty successful. Just got a great family, got a great uh, group of mates and, and and friends, live in a great town, um, got a great job with a great bunch of people. So, yeah, look, it's, that is success to me, just being, you, yeah. being able to do what I want to do, basically, when, when, when I want to want do it. it yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's on your terms, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and community's pretty important to you as well, though, isn't oh, it? Like it? You is. said that group of mates, and you're always... Yep. Trying to get people together for runs or you know, yeah. chipping in for charity groups and yep. stuff
1: like that. Yeah, it is, and I think it, it brings other people up too. And you see, mm. see blokes that come into the running group, um, they're just they. Once they're in there, they might go missing for a couple of weeks, but they realise how important it is to them. They'll, they'll always come back, mm. and it's it's there's nothing, no secret in it. It's the the bullshit, it's the banter and all that sort of stuff that brings them back. Mm. Just that, that, is, isn't it? Yeah. that release. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like you just. Something in you just craves that kind of
1: Yeah. And it's he, like
0: Half the time it's at your expense but you still yeah. go back and want
1: yeah. want more of it. And Sam Kennedy loves it. He's the he gets the most shit hung on him and he just thrives on it.
0: <laughs> I kinda um of, even when he did that session, what was it, two weeks ago? I think I spoke about it on another podcast actually. I was talking about triathlete training. What was he doing like four minute efforts? But he had like a seven minute recovery in the middle and I was was talking to a runner mate and I'm like this triathlete had a seven minute recovery and I couldn't work out if he was just taking the piss and we were like yeah, yeah, seven minutes. I was like, only yeah. really? seven minutes. You only went for four. Do You be... really need seven minutes to get over it. Something's got off the internet though, bro. We hope yeah. you didn't give him that one.
1: No, no, that was probably from his uh, run less, run, run fast yeah, yeah. app on his phone. <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing. Whenever you're doing a training program where you can run fast or running less, yeah, does not make sense. But yeah. anyway, the back the story was because I went and got all my like moles checked out for like skin cancers and stuff like that. Color yeah. was on my case to get that done. And I can hardly take him serious when I'm in my doctor's <laughs> room with him because I just know how much crap he talks when we're running yeah,
1: But he is the best doctor going yeah, around. Fantastic he's fantastic doctor, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah. no bullshit. It's like, do this, open this. Like, I've got a blood test today, actually. Yeah. Like, he's just, yeah, yeah. super thorough.
1: Yeah, no, he's good.
0: This is not an indoor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, he's such a, he's, sorry to all the doctors out there, yeah, but he is such a doctor, isn't he? we just writing all running. the doctors in a care <laughs> yeah. <there. Yeah>.
0: doctor's <laughs> review. Yeah, that's good. So success doesn't mean like all the bells and whistles for you. It's just no. simple, happy. Having your mates around doing what you want when you want to want. Yeah,
1: yeah. And a couple of, you know, and racing success to me is just going out there and, and feeling like I had a good race. Yeah. Not necessarily a podium or yeah. anything like that, but just felt good doing Did it. Did everything you yeah.
0: could do. Yeah, Hey, I'm uh, 30 next month. Oh, yeah. Got any tips for me? 30-year-old. Uh, 30, 30. Got to start doing something with my life.
1: That was... If you
0: could go back and tell yourself something at 30, what would you tell yourself?
1: Oh, what would I tell myself?
0: Because it's, like, young, but it's also old, like I remember going to my uncle's 30th when I was, like, 15, and he, like, had, like, three kids and, like, yeah. a business, and I was like, yeah, this guy's doing pretty well for himself at 30, and, like, it just feels, you get into a serious stage of your age. When you're 29,
1: you're still well, in your 20s. Yeah, probably my advice would be don't get too serious. Don't take yeah. life too serious. You don't yeah. have to stop being young yeah. just because you're 30. Yeah. Or oh, I'm forty six. I'm 46, I don't, yeah. It's, um, yeah, you're having fun
0: a, for forty six. Yeah, yeah, maybe we put too much on like age. Yeah, I you think we do. Live your life. Don't even worry about yeah. how old you are. Oh,
1: well, yeah, age shouldn't come into it. If you're still doing exactly what you want to do, running wise and that sort of stuff, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and running is one of those things that you'll do till you're seventy if you mm. keep doing it.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah. What would you tell yourself though if you could go back, oh. Steve Gray, at thirty? What part of a piece of advice?
1: Probably drink less. Drink less. Drink glass. Drink Going then pretty I've, hard when you're 30. Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Don't know. i probably haven't got too many regrets. Yeah, right. Um,
0: that no, you shouldn't anyway,
1: should you? No, I mean, there's it, not much you can do about yeah. it. If you could, I don't know. I really don't know because I'm sort of in such a good place at the moment that it's probably not a lot I'll change. Mm. It probably doesn't help you though, does it?
0: No, that's good. I think mm. it's it's just good day breaking about that stuff yeah. and just yeah. Yeah. if you don't want me to change anything it's
1: a good situation no, where going. people will be like don't yeah. do
0: this don't do this don't yeah. do this yeah it's good just keep doing what I'm doing
1: don't be scared to pop a few kids out either mate yeah that's not... well, that's that's probably my best advice is don't wait till you're ready to have kids because you never will
0: mm. see that's what I'm waiting for to be ready there's no time but I spoke to Benny about this on the podcast when he mm. was on and I was just like, like life is really good like I absolutely get up every morning most of the time mm. Where, and I'm just like it's cool like I can go overseas and race and I can talk to people on this podcast and we're starting to grow the running stuff and kind of mm. getting good opportunities
1: there and yeah, you can still do all that your kids don't your kids don't change your, your kids yeah. need to adapt to you you don't adapt to your kids
0: the thing I've had some mates and they've just got horror stories they're like you want to run now get it done before you have kids stuff yeah. like that and I'm just like yeah just yeah. get one of those prams or something there's
1: plenty of pro triathletes out there that have got families and they just plenty of good runners them. have got yeah. Them too yeah yeah and actually, it, it sometimes gives you something to run for.
0: Hmm. Well, I think it puts things into perspective. Yeah. Like your whole life doesn't revolve around how well we're going to do this training session for the day. It's probably just more like you've just got to get it done for the yeah. day.
1: It's a lot harder. Granted, it's a lot harder to train because, you know, the baby's crying at 3 o'clock in the morning and you've got to get up at 5.30 to go and train. Right. You, you know, that's what you're thinking about. But, yeah, oh yeah, it, there's never a time. when When is the perfect time for you to have kids? Mm. No, it isn't. Yeah. There's
0: none in there, is there? No. That's an interesting one. So there we go. <laughs> have you got a mantra or a life quote or philosophy or something that you try to live your life by? Like?
1: Oh, probably similar to what I just said is just don't take yourself too seriously. Just have fun. Um, there's times to be serious, but yeah, generally it's not much of your life that you, you need to take too serious.
0: Well, I think you're you you don't you're good with your ego. Like you don't let it get to you at all. Like That's why I wasn't sure if you'd want to come on because you don't like, you know do newspaper articles on me or no. build up any hype around yourself and
1: which is pretty hard with sansy around to <laughs> ring the rib every couple of weeks and... do you know what really... yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah but you know what i mean like i think it's a good like do you ever have to check that or is that just something that just comes naturally to you
1: oh uh, i don't reckon i've always been that way like um probably early on when i was doing a right there used to be a few you know rib things and that sort of stuff in in the paper and, uh, they always take you out of context a little bit and I've probably learned from that that I'd rather, you'd rather not, not do it because mm. of how you come across sometimes.
0: I write it myself now. Do you? After yeah. Berlin, he just, email, I just said email me the questions, I'll write the answers. And it was actually good because he put it together yeah. well. But I just, yeah, the same thing. You just used to get hate getting misquoted or sounding yeah. like you're cocky when you're not. Like you just kind of, yeah. here's the answers. Yeah, now yeah. you just make what you want of the written yeah. quotes. Don't
1: make me look like a wanker. Because sometimes
0: yeah. you go in and like I don't know how... This isn't having to go up the rib, but I've dealt with some newspaper article uh, journalists in Bendigo and stuff. And you might sit down, and they've got a little notepad, yeah. and they're just jotting down words. Yeah, I'm just like,
1: and then they um, jumble it all together. And something. then you, yeah, yeah, and then you
0: see you quote, and you're like, there's five yeah. words on that guy's piece of paper. Yeah, this it in Bendigo all the time at the athletics track. They just have a little notepad, and just yeah, It's like, okay, I didn't really put all that in the one sentence, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I don't mind it if it doesn't make me come across as a mm. as a tool. Um, but yeah, I'd probably steer clear of it. I mean, I'm a 46 year old bloke running around, having a bit of fun doing something that I love, but I don't really yeah, need. Yeah, still,
0: you still deserve that publicity though. Like even when you went to Worlds over in the States, like was there an article about, I don't think I saw one about you, was it?
1: Uh, I think there was when I was away, there was one. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: I might've been away. Yeah. You're probably yeah. away
1: too. Yeah. But you know, it's not why you do it. I know. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I well, know it's news and, and, and people want to put you in there. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's not definitely not why we do it
0: is it it's funny that ego but then that alpha male thing as well because you see yeah. you guys what well, those names you listed off before yeah. who are down there running together yeah all pretty big alpha males yeah. but would hate to be on the back page of the local newspaper yeah. well, other than probably travel mind it he uh yeah he he'd get his, he's usually paying to get his photo somewhere <laughs> with a, advertisement. a advertising yeah, yeah. <laughs> puts his photos on our four sale boards everywhere.
1: <laughs>
0: it's an interesting dynamics isn't it
1: yeah yeah, and it's funny, that, that running and, and the five alpha males, you know, just, mm-hmm. it, and it depends who's up at the time, doesn't it? Like, someone mm-hmm. might be a bit fitter than someone else, and or training for a race, and no one else is training, so there, you give them that space to, except for Sam, we always try and take him down whenever, but...
0: Uh, yeah, well, he always seems to be pretty up and about, though, yeah, as well. Yeah. He just freshens up for those Wednesday mornings <laughs> every week. What's coming up next? You got a race?
1: Uh, well, we've got the big one this weekend, mate, the we she- Challenge, Challenge Shepparton. Team um, the bowling club. Um, back
0: that up, back up the win.
1: Yeah, I'm worried. I
0: am. Oh yeah. Someone commented on um, Sandy Strava post, just asking if he's racing, and then he said, "Yep." And then they said, "Is it the same team as last year?" And he said, "Yep." Who and was like, it? You know, Sean Bruckner or something like that. I just saw a name, but yeah, I yeah, didn't right. recognise. But I wouldn't know anyway. Yeah, right. Some cyclists is, is sussing out who's who's yeah. going around.
1: Yeah, because that bloke last year that rode in that mixed team. Yeah, we don't he talk was, about mixed team. He We're was just, super, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm happy to get rolled by a mixed team. It's <laughs> when we if we get rolled in the men's division.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but if he rocks up in a men's team, we could be in quite a bit of trouble.
1: Yeah, we'll see we'll take it what, who, what, whoever turns up on the day, mate. Yeah. 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 It's always a bit of fun. So you'll do the swim, Sandsy will do the swim. ride. Yep.
0: I'll I'll front up for the run.
1: You'll be bringing us home, mate.
0: I haven't told the coach that yet. I probably should uh, Yeah. get a plug that <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday long run. Yeah. Twenty one K at three twenty base. <laughs> Uh, but anything
1: else after that anything you'd be uh, to well, i'm of... thinking of doing the sprint race on the same day because that starts at 10 yeah so i might slide that in and then looking forward to doing some shorter stuff this year being fit for it i haven't been summer fit for mm. a few years I've been cans and, and then Shep, and then sort of let go yeah um so probably the old gatorade race which is the 2xu we Victorian do it series, series. Yeah. yeah yeah which is traveling around a bit um And that's it i think probably the january trial
0: pretty good culture with those that gatorade series isn't it yeah
1: yeah yeah they're good that's not
0: what you're talking about over in the states like a bit too flashy and fake tan and
1: uh no no not really no it's more more sort of grassroots yeah yeah um that's good yeah it's not until you get to the iron man sort of stuff where blokes are you
0: know flogs
1: yeah (laughs) roosters uh so, good 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 yeah and then another half iron man something uh yeah look maybe go back to cairns next year and have another crack up there
0: i heard you got thrown down a challenge to run um was it you Do you get noosa marathon oh, starting yeah. up next year sub three sub hours. three hour challenge
1: yeah not gonna happen not
0: this. gonna chase it No.
1: Nah. that's that's
0: check the ego at the door
1: oh yeah mate i
0: stands about is he this is sam kennedy's yeah, throwing yeah. out a challenge yeah yeah I was in the that's doctors up. that day. That's that's he's got oh, quick, just have a look at this before we do this. Yeah, he's opening up his computer and showing the gig. engine. That's a tough
1: gear. Sub
0: three, sub three's not. I coached a couple of guys who were. Oh, they've actually just gone two forty eight and two fifty one, but they were. Yeah. Well, Crammers went from two fifty nine to two fifty
1: one. So what do you reckon? Like say, um, say you you you've done a half a uh, half marathon, mm-hmm. what time would you need to run that in to be comfortably say yeah, I can have a crack at going sub three?
0: No, oh, you'd want to be. You've got to be close to 120, don't you?
1: Oh, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Depends,
0: it depends. Yeah, the context is important. Like, if you're yeah. talking to an ultra-marathoner who's got the base there already and running yeah. 30K is not an issue, yeah. well, you know, you could be right. But, um, yeah. yeah it's Breaking three is not easy. No. Nah, well, that's what we said to Sam. Look though. at Sam and Steve. I mean, Sam and Sandy when they tried to do it two years ago, yeah. was
1: that 3.0. They were hour. on
0: for three though, like you're just blow to pieces. Yeah. And if you haven't done the work, you just can't hide in that last seven k.
1: That's what thirteen minutes. That's twenty seconds a k. Mm. Quicker.
0: That's Is it. that what they were? Three thirteen, three twelve, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a to like pull off.
1: Yeah. Like Sam's Sam's run a half. I think at one twenty nine something. Oh, so something half. So mate, mate, you got you got to do that again.
0: Yeah. It's hard to do when you're training for triathlon too, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Like you need to do a lot of running. A lot of running. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah you ditch the swimming and the and the riding.
0: Yeah. Well, just... maybe if you did like a, when is it? It was May or something, wasn't it? That or March? Yeah, something like that. You can maybe do triathlon stuff till like December, yeah. Jan, and yeah, then or have or that way. huge base and then try to, because I think being on the bike's good for you. It's a good way to get fit yeah. without killing yourself, because yeah. running can get you injured pretty quick.
1: Yeah. But, and, yeah, Sam being bigger, and if he throws away that, run fast, run less app.
0: <laughs> we'll get sued by those guys. We always get sued every week on this podcast. Someone says controversial bag and someone coming out. Just beep it out. If you want to sponsor us, guys, feel free. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll do some ads at the we'll start of your head. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon you'll do
1: a marathon? Uh, yeah, I'll do another one one day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't have... Well, not being a runner, mm. I don't have fond memories of, of marathons, so... Mm it's a long way yeah. and like I said you've got to love it to, you think you do yeah, yeah. I, I actually did enjoy Gold Coast Half Marathon a few years ago I trained as a yeah, runner was I
0: there that year did we go in the opposite direction? might have been the year I wasn't there
1: uh, it was a few it was probably six or seven years ago
0: oh you didn't go out with Beck and Dusky No, nah, nah,
1: yeah. Um and I trained I did the Hal Higdon um, yep running
0: got his book in my bookshelf yeah, yeah.
1: And, it's, and it's a good program that was basically running seven days a week yeah um and I did that for probably three months, I reckon, and got I, for it. Yeah, it's and a I, good event
0: up there, too. It
1: is, yeah, and it's fast, so yeah, um, and back. Yeah,
0: early start, though, 6 yeah. a.m. kickoff. Yeah, it's uh, hey, did you not read reading that book about that chip in your brain?
1: The you chip, yeah. yeah, the um, chip paradox. Yeah, I think I got uh, about two chapters into it.
0: Well, I am happy, flicked
1: it. No, I'm, I don't read anymore because I'm getting old. And I don't want to wear glasses, so I, my arms waves. aren't long enough
0: to... <laughs> I don't want to wear glasses. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to see you at home you know, oh, I know. if you've got I know. glasses.
1: But it's admitting that I'm getting old, so... Yeah. It's
0: probably a good... Uh, it's a good book, though, should Yeah, you know, I, should, should I remember you
1: doing that talk at uh, Jamie and Simone. Yeah,
0: well, that yeah. was when I was trying to think of, like, how long have I known you? Jeez, that must have been an ordinary talk, because No, it was good. I really that would have been one of my first ever speeches, I reckon. That was good. I was just like, Yeah,
1: yeah no I really enjoyed um, it I
0: hope I've come a long way since then but I was thinking about that the other day kind of cringing I'm like what were you even talking about that night I Oh no, that, that like, chimp
1: thing was great I reckon yeah that was one good thing yeah. I remember just
0: finishing reading that book and putting that in yeah, yeah. Just had a mate down in Hobart. Finished reading it. We were just talking about it the other day. Yeah. Something in the mind. Like the mind is.
1: Yeah, I haven't read that book, valuable. but I've still use that principle that you talked about. The you know, all you got to do is
0: watch a ten minute YouTube video, and you get yeah. what you need to know out of the book. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just know why your mind's telling yeah. you that, and, and just
0: acknowledge it. Then. Yeah. 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 you're yeah. feeling that way for a reason, because yeah. he worked with like the um, we're talking about Steve Peters. He worked with the UK cyclist. Remember it was it Beijing or London yeah. they just come out and won yep. so many gold medals and yeah
1: and I reckon I I saw him at the velodrome in Melbourne at the World Championships mm. he yeah. was in the in the cubicle next to me yeah like taking a piss and yeah <laughs> and I said to him, are you that he said, yeah that's yeah that's me so, yeah beautiful
0: mate People can't follow you online. You nah, nah, don't. You do put that idea. Sometimes be, at the end, they think, like, you know, where you, what are your handles?" See <laughs> <laughs> so Benny gets here and just lists off five yeah, yeah. handles. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, nah, just no
1: sponsors. You can no, only see seen
0: in person. This guy, guys. That's just, it. Uh,
1: that's
0: it. Thanks for your time, Steve.
1: No all right. Thanks for We've having got me. We're going to go mate. for a run together now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Should be good. Thanks, mate. Good on you, mate. Cheers.